Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. Today I would like to discuss the lockdown situation and how it affects our student life. I would also like to share a few tips and tricks on how to get through this difficult time. As you all know, our university is closing its doors for the rest of the semester. In other words, this means we can't visit our campus anymore. Of course this is a problem and has a big impact on the three important aspects of the student life. Education itself, our social lives and the cultural activities. First of all, the education. We lose common way of teaching. A professor speaking to us in the classroom and we, the students, listen to him. As of now, every class has become online for us at home to listen to. Some people, like me, are very dependent on life classes, as they call it. I feel like I pay much more attention when I'm actually in class than when I have to do it all at home. Finding motivation to study becomes even tougher because it seems like there's no end to what we have to study. Second, the social life. The closing of our university and campus has a big influence on this as well. We're not allowed to see our friends anymore. We're not allowed to see our fellow students anymore. We can't go out for a drink or things like that. It's really tough, especially when inconveniently, the weather these days has been perfect for something like that. Third, and last of all, many cultural activities, like for instance a movie festival or a book tour, museums, festivals and so on, are no longer possible. All these measures are of course necessary, but that doesn't mean they don't, as we students would say, suck. They can cause a sense of isolation and even depression for some, because they might feel so cut off from the rest of the world, they don't see a way out anymore. That's why I want to give you all some tips on how to get through this time and how to cope with the closing of our university and the three aspects of student life I discussed. First, I would like to give some tips on how to stay motivated for school. To motivate yourself for school isn't easy these days. I myself have the hardest time doing that. Very important is a decent but doable schedule. Just because it seems you have more t- free time now doesn't mean you have to work yourself to death. Putting too much pressure on yourself and then not succeeding to finish all you had planned can cause much frustration. In times like these, even when you only finish a few pages, you've done a good job. A doable schedule and finishing all the tasks you wanted to do on a day causes a huge sense of accomplishment. In its place, this feeling of accomplishment makes you even more motivated to do the same thing and get the same feeling next day. Another way to motivate yourself for school, when you have to stay inside, is to create a clear workspace. Doing homework in your bed sounds like fun until you fall asleep on one of your books. Having one specific place to work and study causes less distraction. Once you enter this place, you know that playtime is over and work time starts. It's therefore a good idea to leave behind your phone and other things like that. No distractions. Once you leave your work spot or your office, whatever you want to call it, you're done for the day and you don't have to think about it anymore. These are my two favorite tips for education. Now let's move on to the social life and what you can do about that. The easier aspect of the student life to maintain is your social life, albeit a bit differently. It doesn't seem like it at first, but it's a very possible thing. We're lucky to live in the age of the internet, which gives us many opportunities to connect with people all around the world, including your friends. Video chatting takes some time to get used to, but it's actually a lot of fun. The best apps to do that, to do these video chats with, are Skype, WhatsApp or Messenger. Messenger even lets you talk with up to seven different people at the same time. That way, even though they aren't physically in the room, you can still feel them close to you. 
Another thing, another tip, and an important one at that, is to be creative with these online tools. Video chatting itself is of course very fun, but there are other things to do as well. Have a Netflix party where you, can, you and your friends can watch the same movie and comment on it. Do a dance battle in front of the camera. Apps like House Party or Play-Doh even let you play board games with all of your friends. It's all possible today, and it'll definitely get rid of the loneliness that might have crept up on you the last few weeks. If you don't just want the fun part, video chatting or calling is also a good way to study together with fellow students. Ask each other about a certain topic that's difficult to understand, or just video chat and concentrate on yourself but talks during breaks and stuff. It's important to realize in these times, you're not alone, and there are so many ways to make sure you aren't isolated. Now, on to the last part, the cultural activities our university has to offer. At first, it seemed like the cultural activities on campus would be the hardest to replace. Book presentations got cancelled, meeting with authors weren't possible anymore, exhibitions got closed. All the activities that really made a difference and helped students broaden their minds suddenly seemed to have disappeared. Luckily, our own university and its partners had some tricks up their sleeves as well. A lot of exhibitions and museums have gone online. I thought this was a bit strange at first, because after all, a big part of an exhibition or a museum is to be able to walk in it. However, they've set up entire 3D walkthrough exhibitions or tours, and they're really quite something. One example is a, true, is a tour through Plantine's life. You can find this on the Antwerp Museum app. There's also plenty of podcasts, like this one, to listen to online. Beethoven's entire history, you ask? No problem. The people from Radio Station Clara deliver. And there's more where that came from. If you're interested in history, you should definitely check out what they have to offer. As you can tell, people have really gone out of their way to find a way to pass down cultural activities without breaking the strict lockdown rules. And although perhaps not ideal, they're really worth time to experience. So, that was it for today. I hope I've given you at least a few ideas on how to spend the time in lockdown and how not to lose the social life, motivation and cultural activities you'd normally have in university. If you, or if any of you have other tips, I'd love to hear them. Please let me know. Wishing you all the best, stay healthy and talk to you later. Bye! Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. Today I would like to discuss the lockdown situation and how it affects our student life. I would also like to share a few tips and tricks on how to get through this difficult time. As you all know, our university is closing its doors for the rest of the semester. In other words, this means we can't visit our campus anymore. Of course this is a problem, and it has a big impact on the three important aspects of the student life. The education itself, our social lives, and the cultural activities. First of all, the education. We lose a common way of teaching. A professor speaking to us in a classroom, and we, the students, listen to him. As of now, every class has become online for us at home to listen to. Some people, like me, are very dependent on live classes, as they call it. I feel like I pay much more attention when I'm actually in class than when I have to do it all at home. Finding motivation to study becomes even tougher because it seems like there's no end to what we have to study. Second is the social life. The closing of our university and campus has a big influence on this as well. We're not allowed to see our friends anymore, we're not allowed to see our fellow students anymore. We can't go out and have a drink and things like that. It's really tough, especially when, inconveniently, the weather these days has been perfect for something like that. 
Third, and last of all, many cultural activities, like for instance a movie festival or a book presentation, are no longer possible. All these measures are of course necessary, but that doesn't mean they don't, as we students would say, suck. They can cause a sense of isolation and even depression for some people, because they might feel so cut off from the rest of the world, they don't see a way out anymore. That's why I want to give you all some tips on how to get through this time and how to cope with the closing of our university and the three aspects of the student life I discussed. First, I would like to give some tips on how to stay motivated for school. To motivate yourself for school isn't easy these days. I myself have the hardest time doing that. Very important is a decent but a doable schedule. Just because it seems you have more free time now, doesn't mean you have to work yourself to death. Putting too much pressure on yourself, and then not succeeding to finish all you had planned, can cause much frustration. In times like these, even when you only finish a few pages, you have done a good job. A doable schedule and finishing all the tasks you wanted to do on a day causes a huge sense of accomplishment. In its place, this feeling of accomplishment makes you even more motivated to do the same thing and get the same feeling the next day. Another way to motivate yourself for school, when you have to stay inside, is to create a clear workspace. Doing homework in your bed sounds like fun until you fall asleep on one of your books. Having one specific place to work and study causes less distraction. Once you enter this place, you know that playtime is over and work time starts. It's therefore a good idea to leave behind your phone and other things like that. Once you leave your work spot or your office or whatever you want to call it, you know you're done for the day and you don't have to think about it anymore. You can relax now. These are the two most important tips for the education part I have. Now I'd like to move on to the social part, to the social life. First, I would like to give some tips on how to stay motivated for school. To motivate yourself for school isn't easy these days. I myself have the hardest time doing that. Very important is a decent but a doable schedule. Just because it seems you have more free time now doesn't mean you have to work yourself to death. Putting too much pressure on yourself and then not succeeding to finish all you had planned can cause much frustration. In times like these, even when you only finish a few pages, you have done a good job. A doable schedule and finishing all the tasks you wanted to do on a day causes a huge sense of accomplishment. In its place, this feeling of accomplishment makes you even more motivated to do the same thing and get the same feeling the next day. Another way to motivate yourself for school when you have to stay inside is to create a clear workspace. But doing homework in your bed sounds like fun until you fall asleep on one of your books. Having a specific place to work and study causes less distraction. Once you enter this place, you know that playtime is over and work time starts. It's therefore a good idea to leave behind your phone and other things like that. Once you leave your work spot or your office or whatever you want to call it, you know you're done for the day and you don't have to think about it anymore. These are the two most important tips for the education part I have. Now I'd like to move on to the social life 